Hey, Explorers, I'm Justine. And I'm Asaya, your social agent navigator, here to guide you through the crazy world of social media and real estate. Are you feeling uninspired and just don't know what to post? In today's episode, we are going to give you five things that you can post when you've completely run out of ideas. I'm really excited about today's episode. I'm excited too, because I think I need this refresh. And this is kind of interesting because this episode, our, you know, bullet points for it has just been like sitting in Estrella and I's folder, like not being used. And I feel like today's the perfect day for it because mm-hmm. I am feeling uninspired and I need I a little bit the of help. summer saddies or something. Totally. <laughs> yeah. It, I mean, especially if you're from a place where you get like major season changes, you know, it's yeah. like mm-hmm. a shift in life every time there's a new season. Mm-hmm. So number one, one of the first things that you can post about is, of course, tips for your niche or this is a big or or your avatar. So, mm-hmm. of course, your niche, you should have an avatar for your niche. Uh We've talked about this in previous episodes. I know we've got a niche episode. Maybe we should do an avatar episode. Yes, we should. That's like, that's like a whole, there's the niche and then there's the avatar, which, yes. so I'll give you an example here. Things to post for your niche or your avatar. Let's say my niche is move up buyers. So my niche is people who are moving out of their first home Maybe they've grown out of it. They're going, they're on kid number two or kid number one or kid number three, whatever. They've grown out of it. They're making more money. They are ready to get a bigger house. Move up buyer. I might post something about my niche. So how to use equity from your first home to get your second home. How to use equity from your first home to build your second home. Like there's a million different things, right? Or how to use it for new construction. But then this is where it gets fun with your avatar. Yes. My move up buyer in in this area, they make anywhere from, you know, household income, we'll say from 100,000 to 250,000 a year. They like to go boating on the local lake. They love Pinterest. They like to bake. I can post about any one of those things. Mm Mm-hmm. For my avatar. So I love it when you're thinking about your avatar because I, I feel like that's where the fun is at. You know, you can post other things your avatar likes. Even for me, like I post a lot of ADHD stuff mm-hmm. and I get so many comments and laughs and likes from that. You know, not that that's like my avatar, but we all know like there's a lot of ADHDers out there. So I feel yeah. like so many people can connect to it. Anything like that, even like Sarah posting her outfits. Like I love seeing what Sarah's wearing every day. (laughs) Me too. That's, she's doing that for an avatar, right? Her niche isn't like women who wear dresses. It's, it's her niche is something else, but she also knows they like fashion. Mm -hmm. So that's why we want to watch it. Yeah. And she does a good job like with her checklist because her avatar is, um, so her avatar is moms or families, right? Mm-hmm. You have families. And part of her checklist includes things that she does as a mom. And yep. when she takes C to go do stuff. And so I think like she does a really good job with that. But I have, so 
I met a real estate agent here in my market and she asked, she was trying to look for like new and fresh ideas and she loves makeup. She's really good with makeup. And she used to do back in the day makeup tutorials, like on YouTube when, you know, everybody was doing that. And still a lot of people still do it, but they do it on TikTok. But one of the things that she did, her avatar was people like her. Like she wanted to help people that were really into the aesthetic of things and makeup and, you know, this whole thing. So I told her, I was like, you know, what would be brilliant is if you did a lipstick and listings series on whatever platform while you're doing your makeup or you're talking about different colors of lipstick or shades of lipstick and you're highlighting different listings in a different area or things to do when you're listing your house, like a whole listings and lipstick series. So I thought that was really cool. Like make make it fun and have fun with it. Yeah, I do also feel like a lot of our niche or avatars are very similar to ourselves. So I think mm-hmm. that's also why it's fun because you can share stuff that you like and it's just naturally what mm-hmm. your niche and your and your avatar are. So yeah, make it simple. Don't overcomplicate it. That's yeah. our first thing to post. Yeah. And your second thing to post is showcasing community events. As real estate agents, we know what is happening in our community. If you don't know, you should know. Subscribe to all of the different meetups and things that are happening so you get alerts about things that are happening in your community and share that information for your area. So it could be farmer's markets. You can highlight different vendors in the farmer's market. You can interview them and do a little series about them and just or go to the farmer's market and ask people if you could have any feature in your house, what would that feature be? And it could just be like in the streets at the farmer's market. And then just you can post things about different things that are coming up. So if it's a holiday that's coming up, like 4th of July, where are you going to go see the fireworks? Or if it's Mother's Day, where are the best Mother's Day brunch spots? If it's Valentine's Day, like book reservations for people. And I mean, there's so many things that you can do for community events and you can be hyper local and post that in your feed. And these can be super simple too. There's a newer real estate agent out here and she's doing a great job. And it was funny because I've kind of, I stopped, I've stopped doing, you know, sometimes when you're doing so much stuff, you forget to like do things you did previously. And yeah. I stopped do- doing this like list of events. And there's been a couple of holidays like Easter, like where's all of the Easter egg hunts for kids mm-hmm. um, around like McHenry County. There was another holiday that she did too. And I was like, ah, oh, why didn't I think of that? Just like, because of course everybody wants to see. And hers was just a list. It was literally yeah. like where to go for Easter egg hunts, a list. And that's it. You could post it just like in a regular post. You can make it pretty with Canva. It does it does not have to be like anything crazy. You can do it at all levels. Yeah. And your email list too, like to your email. Mm, yes. Yeah. Like I did that for St. Patrick's Day and it was the easiest email I sent out that week, y'all. It was, I used Flowdesk and I just put like, here's what to do for St. Patrick's Day. And I had three events and the elite, the events, just like a brief blurb on what it was, a picture of the event and a link to go to it. That email had so many people, so many opens and clicks, probably the most clicks I've ever had on any of my emails. You don't have to make it hard. It's super easy. And it's another way to get in front of your people. Yes, that's awesome. 
And remember when you're posting those local events too, that's if you're posting it somewhere, you can totally link that to your Google business page as well. So that's a great thing to have up there because, yeah, because especially you can put links to other businesses in your Google business page and mention them. So that's like a great way to get, you know, some of that sharing going on and you talking, you want that SEO right mm-hmm. in your Google business page. So you want to be talking about local stuff. So the mm-hmm. fact that you're going to have these local links and be saying, hey, this is in this area of my town and that area of my town, it's all it's all good Google My Business stuff. Justine, that is a super, super first class A-list status tip. I love, love, Thanks. love that. Yeah. Now, if I can put it on my list and remember to do it, that's great. <laughs> True, true. I just realized the other day, this is kind of pathetic. Okay, this is like the epitome of my personality. You guys, I'm a very smart woman. I'm very intellectually smart woman, but I can also be very aloof. That's what I'm going to call it. I can be very aloof. I'm not going to call myself ditzy, but no, because I don't I don't like that word, but I'm very aloof. Like I do things where I laugh at myself. So I have had this shopping list. Sorry, this is a little sidetrack story, but it's awesome. I've had this sidetrack. I've had this shopping list on my on my phone. It's called Any List, and I have forever used it for my grocery shop, my grocery shopping, or whatever. And I talk to Alexa. I literally have my whatever the heck it's called. I just call it Alexa. I always forget the real name of it. (laughs) I talk to my Alexa. Um, I talk to my Alexa. I have one in every room. I even put one in my bathroom because the place I think of what I need the most for some reason is when I'm in the shower. So I put one outside of my shower so I can be like, Alexa, get shampoo. Alexa, get whatever for... I just realized I have been playing around... And there she goes. (laughs) I'm keeping that in the episode. I'm 100%. Order double A back. Oh my God. I didn't, I forgot that that was going to happen. I told you I have one in every room. Um, I just realized that I could put a to-do list on there. All this time, I, I have been using this for years. So all the time I'm like, oh man, I always have this to-do list. But by the time it got, comes in my head and I get to my phone, right? Or my computer to yeah. put it on my to-do list or even my notepad. It's gone. Yeah. But I kind of laughed at myself today. I was like, why is my to-do list not on like this thing that I've, I've just been losing it like that. I need to put that on my to-do list. Like right now, yeah. add stuff to your Google My Business page. Yes. So I didn't start a to-do list today. So anyway, I have those moments where I really forget to do really obvious things. Yeah. I think everybody anyway. does. We're busy. That's my excuse. Okay. Yeah. So with I'll use that thing. excuse. <laughs> oh, okay. The third thing to post, a buyer-seller story of how you added value. And I love this one mm-hmm. because you can just like get home and be like, you know what happened today? No script, no nothing. You can edit it later, tell your story, cut it and make it short later, but just like get home and you, we, I know what happens all the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> how you got through something, anything. Yeah. And I learned something recently um, at a conference I just went to 
where there's this really successful team where they ask their clients to do video testimonials, like selfie version. Like they say, just pull out. It doesn't oh, have to be perfect. Good and they're idea. like, just I love that. that. Mm-hmm. And they mm-hmm. post that to their Google My Business page as well as like use it for content and everything. But it's totally not very like it's not overly produced. It's off the cuff. It's the person telling the testimony um, or testimonial testimony, testimony. Um, <laughs> Um, but yeah, so I was really going to reach out to folks and ask them to do that. And she, I'll have to look for my notes on it. But she had said she basically tells them what to say for the most part and then tell them to give their own little spin on why they love working with them. And their yeah. page has a lot of testimonials. Nice. I really like that idea. Mm-hmm. I also think this is a good spot, too, because... Sometimes when you explain something to a client, they don't really get it. I also think this is a really good spot to do your like, don't do this. Like, this is what happens. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of times, uh, I find when I first start working with some people, like, they're very irritable. Like, well, why? You know, like, I did a listing uh, presentation for somebody the other day, and they were like, well, you know, I'm really disappointed in my square footage and like, you know, I'm missing 200 square feet that I thought. And I'm like, you know, it's not going to make a giant difference on your home price right now with the value we're at. Like, mm-hmm. yes, it's a couple hundred and it, this isn't even like a house to sell. This is anyway, it's a big, long story, but anyway, and then trying to explain, you know, just like little things like they don't, yeah, they don't get it. So this is a time to be like, Hey, you know, look at this. This is why this is. Or like, hey, hey, we used a an attorney that or a lender that wasn't the one that I provided, and here's what happened. Mm-hmm. Or this buyer chose not to do an inspection, and here's what happened. Or you know, like, there's just I can't think of them off the top of my head, but you know oh, that so there's many. so many situations yeah. where you come home and you're like, I'm so glad that I explained this to my client in the beginning, mm-hmm. and here's why. Mm-hmm. You should be putting that on video. Yeah, or also, like we saw a foundation crack. Here's why we want to see I a foundation thought. crack. You know, I had uh, I got to the closing table on a transaction a few months back and they were supposed to they were supposed to fix a septic system. There was bacteria in it. They tried to fix it. It was not fixed. So and that's expensive. We're talking thousands of dollars mm-hmm. to get this fixed tens of thousands, you know, five to 15 to get mm-hmm. this fixed. And we walked away and I told my buyer, walk away. That would be a great story to tell. Like, I'm totally okay with my buyer walking away if the house is not what we expected it to be. Mm-hmm. And I'm okay with that, you know, and that shows you as here's what type of agent I am. Yeah. You can also post like when you're doing something that most agents probably don't do. There was a time a few years back where I was going for, um, it was appraisal time for one of my listings and the sellers did not clean up the house. There was, it was dirty. So I was filming myself cleaning the house for Mm -hmm. my clients so that we can get a better appraised value and picking up freaking dog poo from the front yard. Oh, like, oh, when you're just like, like, I can't, I can't do this. And you're like, does your agent do this? No, most agents don't. Like, and you see it too, when you see 
listings online and the house is dirty. Come on now. Mm. I think I, I, or the blinds are closed or like so many of those simple things that can just really make, make it for like a buyer who's walking into a home. And I follow that dang for, you have to have a good team. Like when you have your photographer, like I'm sweating, like it's a workout. I'm running up and down the stairs and I'm like, okay, I double check all the rooms, turn around the lights and I'm moving crap, like laundry baskets, stuff off the counters in the restroom, like all of that kind of stuff and then putting it back and it's a process. But those are things you can post too because a lot of agents don't do that. You see them Mm -hmm. all the time when you're seeing those pictures just crap all over. The fourth thing you can do to post or the fourth thing you can post is recycle and reuse an old post. This is one of my, yes, absolute faves. Mm -hmm. And you can do that so many, like, I promise you, y'all, there's very few people that have seen every single one of your posts. It's just the way the algorithm works. Even if they engage with you very, very frequently, most of the time they're not seeing every single one of your posts, stories, whatever. Or you can take stuff from like when I was newer to TikTok, I was taking old reels and posting them to TikTok. And then when I was going on Pinterest, I was taking all of those things and making Pinterest story pins. So you can totally reduce or reduce, (laughs) reduce, reuse, recycle. Um, But (laughs) no, you can totally, uh, yeah, reduce your time, reuse your posts, recycle your posts. Um, and go in, just reshare, repost. Holiday ones are easy to do too. And mm-hmm. we're all busy during the holidays. Just re- recycle that stuff. It's You don't have to make it difficult or hard. One place I really, really love to do this is stories. So if you're somebody who's really focusing on getting like three stories up a day, make and you don't have time sometimes, throw keep throwing your old videos up there all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. one every couple of day, every day. If you've got all this content, keep throwing it on your stories over and over and over again. All right. The fifth thing that you can post is things not to do or to do when. So similar to kind of what we were talking about before. Estrella, do you have some other examples for this? Yeah. So you can post like if you're like when you're talking about listings, right? So that whole lipstick and listing series. You can say three things to do to get your house ready to list. Three things that you can do to make maximum value. Three things to boost curb appeal. Or like, you know, the, the the most common one, which I think is overused, so please don't use it. But like the whole buyer thing, like don't buy a car, don't open credit line. Mm, yeah. That one's so overused on social media. Please don't use that one. Um, but like those are examples of like things not to do, right? So a good example, like when you're listing your house, things not to do, be there when their showing's happening. Uh-huh. Another thing not to do, uh, don't cook fish or food with strong mm. aroma when you have a listing. So you can do those types of posts that really make you stand out because you're seen as an authority because you're providing good, useful tips. You can also take that information and reference our ChatGPT episode, throw that into ChatGPT and you can get a script, you can get a blog post. Those types of things do really, really well on SEO and on Pinterest. Um, mm, so, love this. Yeah. So those are the things that um, really, I, I I love those. They're actually my favorite mm-hmm. types of things to both consume. And if you think about like when you're consuming something on like TikTok or wherever you're at, 
that's your hook. Your hook is three things not to do when you're going to list your house. People want to know, right? Mm -hmm. That's an easy hook. Or if you want to sell your house fast, don't do these three things. Another hook. Like those are things that are really going to help you get engagement. Um, And it's super, just like this episode, five things to post when you're uninspired. Those are all of the the things that you want to do. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah. Oh, no, I was just going to say, and again, I think when uh, Estrella and I are talking often, we're talking about video, but just for everybody out there, you can go from literally just listing this into Mm -hmm. your post, just like when you normally talk in your post and you write a sentence out. You can do it like that. Mm -hmm. If that's where you're at in your posting journey or your social media journey, just do it like that. And actually, because the new thing is to be raw, Mm -hmm. this works just typing just text in your feed it does work. Um, but you could do a post with the list in Canva. You could do a carousel. You can do a video. So there's tons of different ways to do this, all different mm-hmm. levels. Yeah, for sure. A blog post, an email. I mean, yes, exactly. If you don't want to be in, if you don't want to be face to face, don't be. There's so many yep. different ways that you can do it. All right, your little action item for the week, your super easy must-do action item is to reuse and repost one old post. This is easy. You guys can literally do it like as soon as you sit down with your phone the next time. Exactly. Uh, Yeah. So your larger action item for the week is to reach out to past clients and ask them for a video testimonial. Get that video testimonial for them and post it on your Google page, on your feed, wherever it's at which is really cool because it's their face, not yours, but they're singing your praises. That's Mm -hmm. really, really powerful when it's somebody else speaking on your behalf. It is. So may all of your posts have a journey of a lifetime. See you at the next destination.